This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. And the great Kevin Blackstone is with us right now. He is an author. He is a professor. Uh, he is a, a great writer, a great columnist. And the piece, which is so thought-provoking, uh, here is with another star poised to walk. Why should Nats fans stick around? So, Kevin, I, I want to give you an uh, an opportunity first, I guess, to just give people an idea of of why you wanted to write this and and kind of the thesis. And then there's a bunch of things I want to get into from the column. Sure, uh, I wrote it because I'm a fan. You know, this wasn't so much the sports columnist in me. This was this was the fan in me, and the Juan Soto story um, just was the straw that that broke my back. I mean, I've been back in Washington D.C. now for about where I was born and reared for about uh, I don't know 15 years now, and uh, you know I'm a fan of all things D.C., uh, all the teams in D.C., or at least I was. Uh, I I dumped the football team some time ago um, because uh, I just felt it was a poorly managed product. Um, it was a uh, it was a golden egg that had been tarnished, and the owner uh, just is a despicable person. Um, but I embraced the baseball team, and the baseball team was going in the right direction. It was it was a it was a, a fun product. You know, I went out and bought. Um, season tickets with, with some friends of mine. Love going to the ballpark. Um, and, uh, you know, and we know what happened in 2019. They won it all. Um, but even before that, they just made some moves that were disturbing to me. Um, they got lucky in letting Bryce Harper go. Um, you know, then they let Dusty go after consecutive 90-plus win seasons and a veteran guy. Um, and then we know what happened after, after they win the World Series. You know, they, they don't hook up Rendon. Um, not, mad, not mad about Scherzer being ship, shipped off, but I was kind of concerned about the way they just, um, they just decided to, to, to gut the roster. And throwing in Trey Turner, you had time left on his contract, just coming off his first All-Star season. Um, you know, just an electrifying player. Um, and, and then you send my ticket prices up 21%, 21%. And now you're going to dump, you know, the one guy who I might, who I go to the ballpark to watch and Juan Soto for what you got to build the team on something. Every team has to have a cornerstone on which to build itself. So now you're going to, you're going to dump, a guy who everyone says has Hall of Fame written all over him, and we can't dispute that because we've seen it, plays the game with passion and a smile on his face despite being on a bad team, and bring in more prospects, um, which clearly the team needs. But give me, give me something to root this team into the ground with, to semen it into the, into the ground with. And to me, that's Juan Soto. So I just... <laughs> I just lost it as a fan. <laughs> I called Matt and I said, I, I, I got to write this because this is just what I'm feeling. And I don't think I was alone. 
Well, Kevin, the, to me, the, one of the salient points is about the raising the season ticket prices. I, I had a similar thing with some friends for Wizard season tickets. They were terrible. They won, right. I think it was 40 games over two years, and then thought they were going to be a little bit better and jacked it up, you know, almost twice as much as what we paid a couple years before. And I said, that's all for me. I'm out of here. Um, what right. about what about that fan angle of what the fans of this team have, have been through? Listen, the joy was great. Obviously, we all remember the parade. It was awesome. A decade of being really, really yeah. good. But it's the I don't want to say the indignant. I don't have the right word for it. But losing those guys that you mentioned, it's impossible to look at this one without referencing those. You you, you can't. It's like it's like they opened a door and they shoved everyone who was critical to the team right out. I mean, with the exception of, of Steven Strasburg and, you know, my, my friends and I, maybe, maybe you guys thought the same, but when they re-upped um, Strasburg, you know, we thought to ourselves, given his injury history and despite the fact that he's so good when he's healthy and he's on the mound and what he did during the World Series um, season, um, we thought that that was maybe the contract you may want to let go, right? That you may want to pat – Strasburg on the back and say, man, thanks for everything you did. Um, but, they, but they didn't, they didn't do that. So, yeah, I mean, Juan, you know, Juan Soto is, he is the face of the team. You could argue right now that Juan Solo, Juan Soto is one of the faces of baseball. I mean, I, I think, I think he's as well known and as well liked and as well admired around the league as anybody. Um, and, uh, and, and you're fortunate enough to have him. And you've had him paying him under market rate for, for what he's done. Um, so, you know, take that into, into consideration. And, and the other thing is, is that you're selling the team, right? You are selling the team. So why not leave it intact for the next owner and let that owner decide if he or she wants to go in another direction with Juan Soto, then I wouldn't be mad at the learners. I, I, I could completely understand that. Um, but to me, it's like buying a house with an incredible swimming pool or something, right? You don't want to buy the house if the previous owner is going to dump the swimming pool or turn it into a, a, a dirt pit. <laughs> you want the <laughs> swimming pool. You want the luxury, right? And, this, and that's, what Juan, that's what Juan Soto, you know, that's what Juan Soto is. And um, and as I said, you got lucky with Bryce Harper, right? Um, uh, you, you you're not going to get that lucky with with Juan Soto. I mean, you can't you can't roll that roll that dice again. Um, and you got lucky, know, Kevin, you know, because you had Soto, right? And because the team exactly. was really good. And now you're talking about moving Soto, who's the last of the original studs, the best of them. Oh, by the way, and the team is bad. Right. So the column is awesome. You guys need to read it. It's in the Washington Post. Uh, We're talking to Kevin not only as a columnist, but as a Nat season ticket holder with some celebrity and and a guy whose opinion I care about. So let me do my due diligence here on the other side, right, and and ask you these kind of follow-ups, which would be – because I've talked to people with the Nats. I've talked to people with Soto. uh, The the idea of the return – because I say the same thing. I'm right. like, well, why do it now? You know, you could do it this offseason. You could do it in a year and, and have something at the yep. ballpark for the people that are paying hard-earned money to go see. The return will drop off substantially. I mean, if they were to trade him now, they could get a Herschel Walker-type return when they're 
they're terrible with Soto. I mean, he was unbelievable for this. Danny and I talk about this. He had a 17-game stretch where he was astronomically good, and they went 2-15. and So, like, what's your thought on on that or or your kind of rebuttal to their rebuttal? Well, my rebuttal would be they're not bad because of Soto. They're bad because they don't have any pitching. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) pitching – Pitching ultimately wins the game. So, you know, so if you're going to trade Juan Soto and get um, a Cy Young candidate, um, you know, a a lifestyle closer, um, some great prospects, then maybe I think about it. But then you don't have the offense um, to give that pitching some comfort to do its job. So, you know, so to me – and. You know, and I remember the the Herschel Walker trade, and everybody said it'll never happen again, and I still believe it'll never happen again in any sport, um, considering uh, considering Major League Baseball as well. Um, but the the game is played differently in the second half when you have these trade deadlines, and 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 more more and more teams are because of the the way everything's being re- reconfigured, more and more teams are chasing playoff gold, though it may be fool's gold. Um, uh, because everything's been expanded. And so teams are more desperate um, to make a deal like this. Uh, but still, I don't know that that means, you know, you're, even in making a deal like this, you're getting someone that they don't want for whatever reason. Uh, and so you've got you've to turn that around. Look, the, 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 the Scherzer-Turner um, deal got, you, got us gray on the mound, Ruiz behind the plate, um, and I think they've got promise. But they're still not Trey Turner. <laughs> they're, they're not MVP candidates. Um, they're not Max Scherzer, a Cy Young candidate. Uh, you have to wait for that. And if you're going to wait for that, why not wait for it with Juan, with Juan Soto? Juan Soto's price in the market is not going to be any worse tomorrow than it is today. There's going to be a trade deadline again next year. You're going to have teams desperate at that trade de- deadline next year unless Juan Soto is injured and can't perform. Um, his, his worth is going to be the same. It may be more, right? Because remember, he did, have a, he, he did have that – he did have kind of a slump this year. You know, he was not – this is not his – this did not start out as his, as, his, as his best year. He's batting – what is he batting right now, like 250? Um, which is way below his his uh, his five year average. So um, uh, yeah, I would I, I would say there's absolutely no reason to rush to do this. You can get as much later as you think you can get now. Should there be a walkaway point for 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 the Nationals? And and here's here's what I mean. I think you're really good at writing. I think you're awesome. I think if you went to the Washington Post and demanded some outrageous amount of money, they'd go, "Well, we like you, but we can't do that." Right, I know he's, right. he's he's more special than than all of us to, at, at his craft. But should there be a moment, or should there be a, a price point that we go, we can be the Angels. We'll be we'll have Mike Trout and, and Anthony Rendon, and still not win any right. games with with and this Shohei. great player. <laughs> oh, and Shohei too is was, was not up for uh, for a huge <laughs> amount of money yet. But is, is there an argument to be made in that uh, direction, Kevin? Well, I think yeah, I think that there is. I mean, you have to you have a fiduciary responsibility to to the franchise and to the fan base. Um, but to me, that point would be when you, when, when you know that 
you're going into a season where you could lose him to, for nothing, right? So you have to do it before. What has he got? Two and a half years left on his yeah, on his two contract. full seasons uh-huh. after so this one. Two full, right? So you would have to do it within the next year and a half, ostensibly, because you can't you can't lose him for nothing. So 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 you still have time. You don't have an infinite amount of time. You can't let you you, you just can't let his contract run out. But it doesn't have to be today. It, unless, I, I mean, I can't even imagine. I've looked at some of these names that have been thrown out there. We've got half a dozen teams now that people are talking about, maybe more. Um, it, it, there's nothing out there that, that you know, that, that, that bowls me over. Like I said, I think, you know, this is a contract right now. It's not so much about Juan Solo, but it's Juan Soto, but it's also about the fans. This is a contract with us. I'll tell you something else it's a contract to as well. It's a contract to, to, to free agents um, because if they, if they look at the resume of the last few years and they see homegrown talent and people like Trey Turner who was traded here and played all of his major league seasons here and see a team that for whatever reasons was not willing to meet whatever it was those players wanted um, and felt they deserved and when you look at their, their, their resumes, you'd say, yes, they, they did deserve that. And why would you come here? You know, I mean, you, you certainly wouldn't come and play for the, for the learners. Um, so, so that's, that's problematic. That's problematic as well. Cause now you have to wait and see, you know, what is the approach of the new ownership? You know, what are they in it for? Um, you know, are they willing to be going with the Mets and, and, and just write checks, please. Or are they going to be more like that. the learners? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. give, give me the I mean, deep pockets owner that just wants to throw money around, please, just once. And that's what you want. That's what you want. People pointed fingers at the Golden State Warriors. Um, but you know what? They paid for what they wanted to get, and, and they were patient with what they already had, and they won another championship, one that we quite didn't see coming, um, even midway through last, last basketball season. So there's something to be said about patience and there's something to be said about, you know, Jack Kent Cook was a great owner because that's what he did. You know, he, he opened his wallet, he listened to the people in charge and he, and he wrote the checks and he and that, and that delivered championships. Um, and I'm not saying that the learners have not always done that. I mean, there, there have been some fat nationals payrolls and they did play Strasburg and they did pay Scherzer. Um, and they won when uh, they did it. Weird how that worked out. Isn't that isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's almost like um, being bad yeah. without doing anything in free agency for a couple of years isn't just a coincidence. Yeah. Hey, I want to sneak one no, more in because I I think you can paint yeah. a, a really good picture of this as a you, your being a season ticket holder is invaluable in this and just a DC sports lifer uh, for back of a yeah. uh, lack of a better word. If they don't sign Soto, I don't think Danny and I talk about this enough on Boston Loose, on Grant and Danny, on all the stuff we do. Because we're approaching this, I think, in a pragmatic way where I'm talking about, all right, I get five young MLB, uh, you know, top minor right. league guys back. I-, I haven't really, I don't think, talked enough or thought enough about what this could do in terms of damage to the fan base. Because I get, I, I was livid when they didn't sign Rendon. I remember people being irate right. when they didn't sign Harper. This is not just the next one. This is the grand finale. I mean, I'm on record at times of being like, if you don't sign Soto, you know, then then what was the point of any right. of this? 
you're the Oakland A's. Like, what will it look like at the park? Let's just say hypothetically, before the deadline, as unlikely as it is right. in the next week, they trade him. What kind of um, blowback will they get? What do you think's at stake for them, just from a fan base standpoint? I think it'll look like the Orioles season did that 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 year when um, when guys like like you came on the who's that that did the rate uh, who's on the radio up there and said don't come to the stadium and then people walked out. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah they, I, they, they had yeah, yeah the Baltimore I, people like advocated a walkout or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's that's what it'll be. I mean, I think people will walk away. I know that if that happens, you know, the, my buddies who have who, who I have season ticket package with, I know we're going to sit down and go and have to, you know, think strongly about it. You know, do we want to? You know, do I want to come back to this product? You know, let's let's you know let's maybe wait and see. Take take a couple take a couple years off. I mean, um, uh, I, you know, I like to see a, I like to see a winning product. Um, you know, I can, I can divvy up some of my money and go see the Mystics. You know, they seem to have it right. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think I, I think there's a great danger here, you know, with the fan base. And, and I'll just say this, and I, and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm, I'm really talking about the fan base that goes to the games, right? Because that's 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 what I do. Um, in a, you know, in addition to watching them on TV, you know, you're probably still going to watch them on TV out the corner of your eye. Probably not as much as you used to, but actually going to the park, um, taking time out, uh, paying money. Um, I don't know when the last time you guys were at Nationals Park as a fan, but, um, you know, this whole new computerized concession system they, they put in has been a debacle and people have been complaining about that. So that takes away from the, the fan experience. And, and then you're just going to take away from the real experience of being a fan, which is, which is watching great baseball players on your team, right? Not visitors, but on your team um, perform. I, I, I think it does. I think it does. I wouldn't say irreparable damage because we always come back as fans. But, but temporary damage, absolutely. Kevin, terrific column and awesome with us, man. Really appreciate the time. Hey, thank you guys.